0: Hello and welcome to the Inner Know podcast with Janelle Bridge, where we talk about everything spiritual development. Let's go. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to my podcast. So today what we're going to talk about is love, right? So when we bring up the word love, we often think about romance and like airy fairy stuff and um, softness and desire and feeling you know absolutely adored. And that, to me, um is one percent of love. There's so many ways that we can experience love in our life, in our lifetime, in our romantic relationships, in our friendships with our pets, with our children, with our work colleagues, like there's so many ways in which we can experience love. And the number one, one that we focus on is our romantic relationship. So often people come to me and they're like, I just, I'm ready to receive more love. And I'm like, fantastic. What does that mean to you? And it's always 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 around romantic relationships now these might be people that come to me and they're in a relationship and they want to receive more love this might be people that come to me who are single and they want to receive more love you know and they're focusing they're focusing directly on receiving love from a significant other that's a beautiful place to receive love from it's one of the greatest gifts on this earth in this lifetime However, there are so many ways in which we are able to receive love and that is only one of them. Now, there's something circulating Instagram at the moment. I really love it. And you know me, when I try and re-quote something that I've read, I butcher the fuck out of it. But essentially, it's around the love that you give will return to you with interest. It is never lost. So we've all, you know, been in friendships that have dissipated where we've done so much for the other person or been in a relationship and given so much love and it, it feels like it hasn't returned to us. There is nothing I know to be more true than you will receive the love that you give. You will get that back to you. Now, It might look different than you expect, but when we give love truthfully um, and from a place of authenticity and integrity, we are not doing it to receive love in return. We are doing it for the sake of loving. So when we are doing that, when we are living in our truth, when we are choosing love as often as possible, there is no other choice but for it to return to you. Now, where we get confused, myself included, is we expect it to return to us from the people that we gave it to. And that's not only not you know often the case but i want to say most of the time it's probably not the case you know but i promise you and i know this to be true and i've had it proven recently is the amount of love that we put out into the world is returned to us it might not be received returned to us from that person it might be returned to us from another space and there's so many things About relationships and love that I could speak into and talk into, because I find it to be such. a complicated. But simple matter now. So many people come to me and they say, how do I find the 1 and, you know, we talk about. Our relationships that come into our life are to mirror where we're at and are also to teach us lessons. Yeah, so we can't heal completely alone. We need to be triggered. We need to be have ourselves mirrored back to us by someone we love, whether that be, and relationship is like the biggest, most clarifying, magnifying mirror that you can receive. So, you know, work on yourself and put more love out into the universe essentially and you will receive more love. Open up, stop expecting perfection, start to, there's so many ways, so many things, right? Um, Stop accepting expecting perfection and in yourself and others, start to love yourself completely and wholly because of your thoughts, all of that. But I want to talk to you today about love as a whole, and I guess love as a verb. Um, So my heart is hurting when I speak this truth. It's not hurting for me. It's hurting collectively. I feel very well loved at the moment, but it's hurting for the collective. It's hurting for what I know so many people go through. It's just this element of not feeling deeply connected to other people and not perhaps feeling loved. Now, if we only show ourselves in 30% capacity because that's what we believe is worthy of love, that 30% of us that is attractive, funny, positive, resilient, you know, but like the sad, the scared, the grumpy, the bloated, isn't lovable. So we show that 30% to the world, to our friends, to our partners, to the public, to our clients, whatever. We will only receive love and nourishment for 30% of us. So we will continue to reiterate that those parts of us that are no good are not worthy of love. We will never feel loved in full because we're not putting our full self out there. We're hiding it away, right? We're hiding it away. And then what happens is, the people that do love us and the love that we do receive for that 30% that we're putting out there where, like, well, I'm a fraud. I'm, a fraud. <laughs> I'm not like that all the time. Now, this is not saying that you have to show every part of you to every single person. But when we tell ourselves that only certain parts of us are worthy of love, which is a subconscious belief that we have, we reiterate that constantly by only showing those parts. Now, where relationships, romantic relationships come in as a huge mirror is we can't hide. We cannot pick and choose what's shown all of us is shown all the fucking time, all the time. And so it's not that when we move in together that the honeymoon period ends and we start to notice the flaws in each other. It's that the flaws are shown that that not even that our flaws are shown, but we are triggered when someone notices our perceived flaw and we don't feel loved about it. So it's not that they're noticing us going, oh, I don't like that about her. They're noticing us, they're saying something and we are fucking responding in a trigger and they don't like the trigger and vice versa, if that makes sense. so It's a different way to think about it. Thank you, spirit, for dropping that in. Anyway, what I'm saying here is on Saturday night when I had my official opening for my space, the love that I received in this room was chest cracking, open, palpable amazing, unbelievable. <laughs> I wish someone videoed the entire night and I could watch the thing again. I wish someone captured the essence of this room in a bottle. Now, in the lead up to this space, I was thinking about how excited I was to celebrate with my friends that I invited, but also how many people have dropped out of my life over the last six months It's been quite hard, right? People that I poured and poured and poured and poured love into as well poured love into them. And I kind of was like, oh, it's gonna be so weird to not have them there celebrating with me. But then I also was like, oh well, this probably wouldn't have happened if they were there celebrating with me. As in, I probably wouldn't have progressed. I probably would have continued to pour lots of love into them and been distracted. But that that thing that I read on Instagram about love circulating and always returning back with interest was proven to be so fucking true so true so true and i was reflecting upon the beautiful connections that i have with people in that room and people in general where my strongest relationships have come from and they've come from vulnerability and there's really no way around it like if you want love if you want to feel loved in full show your fucking full self right so the relationships, and even the relationships that I've lost along the way, the friendships that I've lost along the way. When I refer to relationships, I'm talking about relations with humans, friendships, right? I'm not talking about romantic. That's still standing. That's 22 years in strong. <laughs> I'm talking about friendships. Relationships are what we have with everyone: clients, friends, school teachers, kids, all of it. Even the ones that I've lost along the way, but that have been heart-opening, expansive, propelled me forward supported each other, have began, began with vulnerability. Not even started and crept into vulnerability, but they began with vulnerability. They began with that. Now, that doesn't mean we should be going up to a stranger on the street and be like, hey, you want to hear my problems? <laughs> but that is, you know, reflecting upon me making a phone call and saying, oh, this is 13 years ago. I need help. My husband is really depressed. Can you, can you help me? You're the only person I can think of to help me. That was the hardest thing I've ever done, by the way. That was so fucking hard. So fucking hard. I won't even go into why it was hard, but it was really fucking hard. And vulnerability. Vulnerability gives space for someone else to be vulnerable with you, to be vulnerable in return, so that you can actually show all of yourself to others and know that they can show all of themselves to you and receive nothing but love in return. So all of these relationships have, one, been born of vulnerability, or two, grown, expanded, become really fucking fulfilling because of vulnerability. And again, vulnerability isn't like, oh, my God, I'm a victim. Help me. I don't want to be a victim anymore. But it's about being really fucking honest. And allowing to people to see all parts of you. People in this room on Saturday night have just turned up at my house when I haven't responded to messages. They've just turned up. My ego is like, what the fuck? My house is messy. I'm wearing a fucking massive T-shirt and I have washed my, fa- my hair in three fucking days. That's that's actually really standard for me. <laughs> <laughs> but back then it wasn't. I hadn't trained my hair to not be washed right. Um, my house is messy. I haven't looked the floor, you know. My heart doesn't care. My heart doesn't care. Their heart doesn't fucking care. They're just checking that I'm okay. So, people in that room that push—I don't care. I love all of you. Doesn't I mean there's perfect relationships in that room because there's definitely no such thing, right? It's triggers. We trigger each other. All of it. But all of the beautiful friendships and relationships that I have grown have been from vulnerability. Nobody looks at a perfect person and says I want to be their best friend they go they're cool I'm placing them on a pedestal and I love the shit out of them I love how I feel hanging out with them but true love true connection is grown from vulnerability from flaws from the the fucking messy conversations right those conversations where you go oh my god I don't want to talk about this. this makes me feel really uncomfortable You know, I can't tell you how much my heart glows when someone says to me, I feel like I need to share this with you. Thank you. Thank you for feeling safe enough to share it with me. Thank you for opening space for me to share something with you when I need to. Thank you. And, you know, all of my work, all of my work that I do, my retreats, my women's circles, my teachings, coaching, all of it. I share that. We think that when we share our vulnerabilities, our fears, our traumas, our previous life experiences with someone, that they will love us less because of that. And what we find, and ruminate on this for a bit, right, is when someone shares with us their battles, their fears, their life story, our love for them fucking grows. We love them more because of what they're being through not less. So if you want more love, be more vulnerable. Open the fuck up. Allow yourself to be seen in full. I know it's not comfortable. I know it's not. It sucks. But it's the only way that you will show yourself that you are worthy of being loved in full through everything. It provides so much stability to be seen in full and loved anyway. Because you remember, you're reminded that no matter what fucking happens, these people have my back. They don't just want glossy, happy, vibrant me. They want all of it. They're here for all of it, you know, just as I'm here for every messy, dirty part of them. So if you want more love, let's crack that heart chakra open. And something else that I always talk about with my clients is that when we're hurting, when our heart hurts, when we go through pain, our heart literally opens. Our heart chakra hurts. Now what happens during that hurting phase is we have capacity to leave it open because it's fucking growing. It's, 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 even though it feels like we're losing love, we are actually cracking open to be able to hold more. What we often do is go, oh, cover it up, protect it, protect it, contract. We place an armor over the heart space instead of allowing it to grow and to glow even more. So when something happens that is painful, when something happens that is tragic, when something happens that fucking hurts, we get to make a choice. Am I going to allow this to increase my capacity to love because I know how it fucking feels to feel this way? Or am I going to chuck my armor on? And am I going to allow someone to coax that love out of me? You know, only the right person. When we do that, We do that. We're really fucking cutting off space for connection, you know, and there's somebody in my life right now who's been in my life for a really long time, and I want to say that our relationship, as much as I love this person, our relationship isn't vulnerable. It's fun. I really want more depth from this person and something's happened that's hurt me (laughs) recently and I need to discuss it. And I don't feel super comfortable having this vulnerable conversation with this person, even though I adore them. And they've been in my life for a long time. So starting off truthfully, vulnerably, authentically, all of it, it's really the only way forward because if you if you don't, it becomes harder and harder. It still can't happen, it becomes, but it becomes harder and harder. So that's something I always share with people is, you know, in order to feel more love, in order to be more love, you've got to feel more everything. You've got to not shy away from grief. Your capacity to feel grief increases your capacity to feel love. All of it. Your, your capacity to feel fucking sadness increases your capacity to feel happiness. It's like if you picture, and it's hard because you can't see me, <laughs> if you picture yourself on like a band or a line, it's like i only feel a little bit sad but i only feel a little bit happy when the time comes and the more we increase how much we're willing to let ourselves feel so we might be going right down to the fucking bottom that means that we will have capacity to go right up to the top too it is an opposing expanding band our capacity to feel expands in the good and the bad so our capacity to feel love also does so Crack your heart open, my babes. (laughs) Be vulnerable. Have those vulnerable conversations. Um, I am running a ritual. It's going to be completed on the 1st of September. It's a remote ritual. So um, I'll drop the the link in the show notes, but it's essentially about cracking your heart chakra open and allowing yourself to receive more love. So I complete the ritual remotely. You don't have to do anything. I send you a voice recording afterwards. And essentially, I call in your guides, your ancestors, your spirit team. I provide some group Reiki. I remove some of the blockages to you feeling worthy of receiving love. And I call love in for you. It's 19 bucks, super cheap, super affordable way to do that. And and a remote way to receive more. (laughs) to open your heart to receiving more. I've loved talking about this subject. I could talk about love all the time. I used to think that love was my, um, my weakness. I remember people saying, oh, she's so soft. She's so soft. She's so soft. And I saw softness as weakness, but I'm soft and I'm strong. And I'm done thinking that they're contradictory. Have a beautiful day, my babes. I love you and I'll talk to you soon.